What's up? What's up? Back again with another one. Um, it's been a while. Pretty sure you guys thought I was going to go away like I did before. I promise you guys I wasn't going to do that. So took a couple minutes to get back on here. But of course, here I am. Shout out to my one listener for the last video that I did put out our podcast. I'm saying video. I didn't do a video yet. For the last podcast that I put out, the last posting, I got one new viewer and one new listener. I appreciate you you tuning in. I don't know your name, but just know that I fuck with you heavy and I love you with all my heart. So I'm going to keep going for you, even if it's just for you. But you guys know I like to pose a question before I begin the topic or just kind of chat with you guys and chat it up, talk to you about what's going on through my big ass head. But my question today is, is do you feel like you deserve happiness? I mean, that's a very solid question. And a lot of people would answer that question so quick. Yeah, yeah, I deserve happiness. I deserve to be happy. But do you really feel that way? Are you just saying that because it's the healthy answer or everybody should want happiness and success for themselves? Or are you saying that because that's how you really feel? Kind of goes into a topic that I had on my mind. Let me pop up my phone real quick. I like to write a lot of stuff down. The main thing that I noticed one day, I mean, it's always starts out like this. I don't know why shit starts out with scrolling through social media. I never really been a big social media guy until recently when I started back with the podcast and the rebranding and everything to that nature. Never really was a big guy on like Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. But I started getting back on, particularly my personal page, because that's where everybody basically I've encountered in my life are on. And I noticed a lot of postings about just what you're aspiring to want and what you're aspiring that you want to be, which is great. Most of it is all relationship shit, which I feel like is super fucking unhealthy to think about on that much of a level. If you're putting a relationship post every fucking two hours, then that's an issue. You you really need to do some self-reflecting. But I noticed that we are in a victim mentality mindset, particularly millennials and Gen Z. Damn near all the Gen Z, to be honest with you. Gen Z is on some victim mentality shit. Like, it's it's crazy. To the point where I've actually heard... I have a sister that's a, that's a Gen Z um, product. And they they damn near compare, like, mental, like, quarrels. Oh, yeah, I have, like, bipolar one and this, this, that, and the third. And, like, I'm this and I'm that. And it's like, growing up... That shit sucked. Like, we were like, yo, I mean, having these things, these multiple personality disorders, A, we didn't know too much about it. And B, if you had it, it was like, bro, this this shit is, like, serious. If you guys can hear the cars from the pickup, I apologize. I'm in my office. But that, that, was, that wasn't something that we, like, aspired to want or be. That was a circumstance. But that segues into the topic of wanting to be happy because... A lot of what we feel or what we feel like we may have in a sense of, oh, well, I have anxiety here. I have this. A lot of anxiety cases have have heightened since the beginning of the pandemic. But a, a lot of what we feel where we are today, believe it or not, stems from being young and what we're what we're, what's instilled in us. So I ask, do you want to be happy or do you really feel like you deserve to be happy? Because one of the things that's instilled in us and that can only be a product of from someone else, a byproduct of what you were given is doubt. It's doubt. 
if if you have any level of doubt in your mind about anything in this lifetime, that was something that was instilled in you by somebody, whether it be your parents, whether it be a friend, a sibling, um, an uncle, auntie, grandparent, whatever the case may be. So, for example, for myself, I was thinking about this real heavy the other day. So if I give you guys my specs, you're going to think I'm crazy as hell. So I'm about 6'4", 6'5". Pre-pandemic, I was at 240. That was the heaviest I was. And post-pandemic, I'm not even going to lie, these past couple years, I'm about 280. And that's because I lost 10 pounds in COVID. (laughs) So, I mean, honestly, I'm a pretty big guy. Broad shoulders, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, I played ball. Play basketball. I dabbled around in football. They wanted me to play the big man positions, but I had a cannon for an arm, and they never wanted me to go under center. So I said, fuck football, and I just focused on basketball. Now, all my child life and all my adolescence growing up, there's one thing besides an Olympic basketball player I always wanted to be or something I always wanted to do. I never missed a year of the X Games. Never. Never missed a year to X Games, and I was so fucking proud and so excited for the X Games to come. I was like, these dudes are cool. This shit is awesome. I mean, growing up where I did, extreme sports weren't really the norm. That wasn't something that anybody did. We really didn't have a lot of skate parks. We really didn't have a lot of things to do. Uh, I was in rural Alabama as a kid. So I was. they didn't have none of that shit. But, of course, it was on ESPN, so I watched it. And that's what I wanted to do. So we moved to Georgia, and I was like, yo, like, I was getting up there in age. So I'm like, you know, for Christmas, I want to get I want to get my BMX bike. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. I had, a, I had a skateboard with everybody had that first Walmart skateboard. I had to, I had the skateboard with Ash catching on it, talking about God to catch them all. I just knew I was the man. I was like, I'm going to learn how to ride, and I'm going to learn how to do all of this stuff. And I was excited. I was very excited and that was against my mom's wishes because my mom is the biggest chicken, the biggest scaredy cat in the world. And she was just like, you know, you're going to fall and you're going to we boys. That That's what boys do. My mom just knew I was going to break some shit and I was just going to be like broken up and scarred up and shit. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. I'm a boy. So riding. I mean, I couldn't really learn too many tricks on the skateboard because I really wasn't quote unquote coordinated enough. And being a taller, bigger guy, I, I, my, I'm not very proportionate. Like, I'm very top-heavy. I mean, broad shoulders, you know, big arms. I mean, and by no means am I a fat guy, but it's like I, I'm very top-heavy. So if I fall, like, a lot is come from the waist up. It's like fucking Empire State. That's like the Empire State Building coming down the middle of fucking New York. Nobody wants to see or have to deal with that shit, including myself. So skateboard, and I was like, I like it. I'm gonna do it for fun, but I'm gonna go to this VMX, right? That's where I stem my love for bikes and BMX. Like I fucking, I, to this day, I I absolutely love BMX. And I had a dyno. It had black mags, and damn, my dad sold that shit. I outgrew it, but he sold the hell out of that bike, and I miss. I to this day, I miss that bike. But I'm rambling right now. Let me go on back to the topic. I enjoyed it and I had a great time until I started getting doubts. 
particularly my parents. My dad, you too damn big to be on a bike. You look like a big ass bear on a unicycle and you know, you're this and you're that. And and, and my mom, of course, being the damn scaredy cat she was, oh man, you're gonna live your life and you're actually gonna do something for yourself and fall and scrape your knee and then you're gonna be fucked. And then I started getting it from my siblings. It was like, oh, yeah, man, you know, you might as well, you need to just stick with basketball, man. You need to stick with basketball, you know, this, that, and the third, whoop-de-whoop. They just kept going in on how I should do this. So what that's doing for, like, 10, 11-year-old me, me not knowing until looking back at it at 28, that's creating doubt in my brain. I'm like, okay, maybe I am too big to do this. Maybe Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I do need to stick with basketball. And one person that I had in my life that regardless of whatever it is I wanted to do, she supported me. Now, I mean, I'm not saying my family didn't support me. Like, I got hella love from my family. But my grandmother, my maternal grandmother that passed in 2010, she was like my world. If I told, if I went to her, I always tell people, if I went to her and said, Granny, I want to be a dish digger, she would take me to the hardware store that same day. And she would ask to get the longest shovel that they that they have that that you could ever get. And she would want me to dig. The, if I'm gonna be a ditch digger, I need to dig the deepest ditches, whatever. So, she was like, "You can do whatever this hell you want to do. If you want to be if you want to be BMX, if you want to do skateboarding, then you do it." So to have that to have that one person, the one person in your life, if, even if even currently, if you got one person. I don't think they realize or even you realize just how strong of a light and force that that person is in your life. Like that's that's just major to have one person to support you. That's why I shouted out my one person, my one listener earlier, one listener, two listeners, three listeners. I still got love and I appreciate everybody that takes the time out to listen to what I got to say, because this shit is really important. Well, particularly to me, but I had the cake. If, If you can think of any fucking zoomies slash fucking um hot topic slash any type of starter kit that was me i had the dc shoes i had all of that right so after my grandmother passed i i went straight to basketball i focused on basketball and i went in and i did what everybody told me to do and i i was i was good i, w- I could have did something with basketball but in reality that wasn't the fit for me so I kind of wandered through life years after that. And I was wondering why, like, I couldn't really figure out what my purpose was. I'm like, man, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what am I here to do? What am I supposed to be? You know, you start asking yourself these questions. But then this is where hindsight is 2020 and life experience is going to get you where you need to be. Like, you sit and you're like, man, I spent all of this time listening to other people about what it is I was supposed to do. And them telling me what's best for me when the only person that knows what's best for me essentially is me. And when you realize that it hits really hard and the hope is, is that you realize this before you get to a point where you're like old, old and you've burned years of your life. Because a lot of people realize this shit is 65, 70 and it's like your life's not over, but you wish you can get those years back. This is something you want to realize when you're young. So this I this ideology corresponds with any and every aspect of life. If you're currently working a job and you want to go into entrepreneurship, when I when I left my job and went into entrepreneurship, I, so many people thought I was the dumbest motherfucker on earth. It was like, yo, like 
you on some bullshit, dude. Like, you leaving this job, man, Fortune 500 company, you know, doing this and that, man. You Come on, dude. Like, you got to think. This is, this is there's a bird in the hand. Those people don't understand what you have in store for yourself. You want, you know, I want what's best for you. And I believe that. I firmly believe that there's people in your life that want nothing more for you than to win, than to be successful. But at the end of the day, only you can live this life. You walking in these shoes and throughout this journey, not them. They're in the audience telling you, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so is up ahead. You got to make the decision whether or not you want to do it. You have to, just like for their life. When they probably had people tell them like, yo, you, you may not need to do this. You may not need to do that. But at the end of the day, it was their life and they made their decisions. And they don't have, they probably don't have regrets whether they do or not. That's on them. So you have to have the same mentality throughout your life. It goes for everything. If you're within a company you, you and you apply for a promotion, what that doubt does is, is when you get a, when you get an interview, when you get that opportunity, people are like, oh my God, oh my God, like, is this something that I can really do? Am I really ready for this? Whoop de whoop. Am I ready to do this? Am I ready to do that? Yes. Yes. Stop doubting yourself. Do you really want this happiness? If you really want this happiness, then you would be like, I'm ready for this shit. I'm ready for whatever comes my way. I put in for this job because I'm supposed to do this job. If you go off and you you go off on your own endeavors and then you get an opportunity to do something with what you went off to do, don't be afraid to take that opportunity. Oh, you got to crawl. You got to go to Alaska or you got to go across the country to do this, that and the third to get that job done. Well, shit, that's what you left your, your current job for. That's what you stopped doing what you was doing currently to pursue the chase. And the people who are successful in the three percent, I always talk about that three percent, the three percent are not afraid to take that risk, whether they feel a doubt or not. Believe it or not, I had a sense of doubt. But right before this podcast, I'm like, man, do people really need to hear what the fuck I got to say? I mean, are they really listening to me? I've had an issue with that in my life where people just don't listen. And are, are people really hearing me out? Are they really hearing me? Or am I just wasting my time on here? But at the end of the day, when I press this record button, it's on. The lights are on and I'm going to take this opportunity to say what I got to say, regardless if you're listening to me or not. It is what it is. So I'm like, look, I'm going to get on here and I'm going to do me. So in any aspect of life, don't allow self-doubt or don't allow doubt to sabotage you. And see, that's another thing. That self-doubt. I wrote this in my phone, too. That self-doubt turns into self-sabotage. And that's the biggest thing I've seen. All on social. If you look at social media, if you look at people's stories, if you look at everything, we are that victim mentality. It harbors self-sabotage. It, it harbors it so heavy. People are most people when it comes to relationships. I'm talking about relationships because that's the biggest thing that I see on social media right now. Everybody is raving over, oh, this relationship and I want this kind of person and I want that kind of person. Believe it or not, you probably met a person that's a good match for you four or five times over. But what you did was, was you self-sabotaged. Instead of looking at what's positive and what's going on, you, you're so stuck in your ways of you not deserving or you feeling like you don't deserve happiness that you're looking for the bad and my parents always told me, if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. If you go looking for negativity, you're going to find negativity. So what happens is, 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 is you're waiting for the negativity to come to come to roost. And what will happen is, is it'll come through in a sense of a disagreement. It'll be a disagreement and 
it could be a minor disagreement that you're going to take as something major because you're looking for you're looking for that negative. You're looking for it, and when it comes, you're gonna blow up. You're gonna you're gonna take it. I knew it. I knew da 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 da. That's self sabotage. That's self sabotage. And again, going back to opportunities, we do that in opportunities. Do I do I really need this promotion? Do I really need the money? Do I really need? I mean, thinking about it from the outside, how ridiculous is it talking about? Do I need this money? What? If if you pay bills, if you got a family, if if you doing what you got, if if you doing your stuff in life and you taking care of yourself, more money isn't that's that's gonna be that's a plus. That's nothing but a plus. And what you're doing is is you self sabotaging. Why? Because that doubt sits in your brain. Do I really do I really need this extra money? You know, do I really want to relocate? I've been here long enough. I did that in the third. People who have that mentality and they refuse to break that mentality. These are people who in their 50s and 60s when they realize that they've retired from a place that wasn't meant for them to be or what they do is they write it off oh yeah well that that's what that was god's plan for me not really god came to you and gave you your plan four or five times over but what you did was was you self-sabotage you didn't believe in yourself you didn't think that you can do it so you sat and you convinced yourself that not doing it was the right way so it's funny you know, sometimes I sit on my couch in my house at 28 and I'm looking around and I'm like, what if I fucking really delved into BMX? Like, what if I really was like, what if what if back in the day when I was 15, 16, 17, what if I didn't listen to these people and I decided to pursue it? Now, the reason why I do these podcasts is because, again, hindsight is 2020. And sometimes it's a bitch if you see it when it when it's coming. But the the deal is, is to pass on the lessons that I've learned so you don't have to learn these lessons and it doesn't have to be as hard. Like you don't want to be, if you're a younger viewer, even if you're an older viewer, it's never too late to do something you love. It's never too late to be positive. It's never too late to change your life. It's never too late to do any of these things. So you could be in your fifties, you could be whatever, but don't be that guy. I don't think anybody wants to be that guy where it's like, okay, well, Maybe I should have did this. Maybe I should have did that. Well, and now it's too late. And, and what you do is, is you continue to self-sabotage. Now it's too late. Now I can't do it because I'm too old or I'm too big for that or I'm too small or I'm too this and I'm too that. No, no. At, at some point, you got to take that self-sabotage line and you got to like sever it. But the hard part is, is only you can do it. Only you could do it. This is something that you have to deprogram your brain from. You have to deprogram your brain from self-doubt. You have to deprogram your brain from self-sabotage. And it's hard. It's really hard. But the people who are successful are the people who are open to doing that. If you're not open to if you're not open to, to severing that tie, it's going to consume you. And what's going to happen is, is eventually it's going to die off. The tie is going to die off because because of life, life experience. Life experience is going to is going to dissolve that tether. And once that tether is gone and you really see what could have been or you're seeing with, with all of your vision, it's, it's going it's, to and most times it's overwhelming. It, it's going to hurt you. It's going to break you because now you're 65 years old and it's like, what if I did this? What if I decided to go to that to that tryout? What if I decided to to go against what somebody told me and pursue ballet? What if? 
I decided to leave this company, this job that I had spent 35 years at? What if I left this job and pursued my love for music? What if I left this job and pursued my love for this? Now you're 65. Now more than half of your life is gone. And it's like, damn, what did I do? I devoted how many years, or X, X amount of years to this other person's dream. The person that you decided to work for, the dream they pursued. They were one of the people that didn't listen to somebody. Oh, you'll never own a company doing this. You'll never own that. You'll never do this. You'll never do that. You'll never do the third. These are people who early on deprogrammed themselves from this self-doubt. And they were like, you know what, bro? Fuck it. I mean, like you can say what you want to say. That's cool. I still got love for you, but this is what I'm going to do. And they went off and they did it. When you go on YouTube and you see all these creators, when you go on, when you watch TV and you see these shows and it's saying executive produced by, when you watch a Marvel movie or a movie or anything, you know, when you go and you buy a product, you know, with names on them, you know, Zatarans and Uncle Ben's and you have names. These are people who didn't listen. These are people who took risk. These are people who pursued what they wanted to pursue. And look at what we're doing today. We're consuming. We're watching these movies. We're playing these video games. We're eating this food. We're we're buying. We're we're actually feeding into somebody else's dream. Every opportunity we get. You take your clothes to the dry cleaner. Somebody said that they'll never own a business. And this person opened this business for their family. This person opened a business for this, that, and a third. Every time you go somewhere, you consume something. You're you're actually feeding into the dream of somebody else. Now, you could also be supplementing your own dream as well. You might want to have a collection. You might want to have this. You might want to have that. You might want to have the third. So it depends on the, on the scale or the level that you're thinking on. But all I'm saying is, is if you look around, it's possible. Anything is possible. You can, I mean, I'm not going to say jump off a building and then like hope that you live. No, but when it comes to what's in your brain and if nobody else in your life told you, I'm going to tell you, I believe in you. I believe in you and I know you could do it. I absolutely know you could do it. It may be hard now. You may absolutely hate your job. The funny thing about it is, is I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I I can't stand my job. I know I heard, I told y'all that before. I can't fucking stand my job. Like I, I, I hate that place. I don't even use hate too much. I, I really don't, but I absolutely hate what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. But there's two different people in the world. There are people who are convinced that having a job with benefits and whoop de whoop is, is, a, is a great thing to have. And there's people who say, my life is not worth this shit. There's something for me out there and I'm going to go, I'm going I'm to bust my ass to find it. And you may disappoint family members. You may disappoint friends. But what you have to realize and understand is this bottom line. The bottom line is, is this is me. This is me. I don't give a shit how you feel. I love you, I care about you, and I know you want what's best for me, but I want what's best for me more because I'm actually living this bitch. I'm living this life. I want what's best for me more than what you want best for me. So I'm going to take this leap. I'm going to take this risk. I'm going to leave this job. I'm going to go off and I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going I'm I'm to do this. That's something that I was always afraid to do. I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm going to go read a book. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go do this, that. that. That mentality goes so far. Like, it's crazy. So these are things that I think about when I'm sitting down by myself, like, because these are, th these are thoughts I have in my head and I sit and I tell myself, I know I'm not the only one thinking this. I know I'm not. I know people with families, people, and if you young people, old people, I know they're thinking about, damn, like, what if I decided to 
pick up that hockey stick, you know, despite the fact that I was in fucking Florida and there's not a lot of hockey out there. What if I decided to to go to leave my job to do that graphic design shit that me and my homies was talking about doing back in back in 82? You know, the people who decided to do that was Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, you know, Fortune 500, all these all these owners of these Fortune 500 companies, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. These are people with Mark Zuckerberg. That said, fuck it. They said, fuck it. They were like, look, man, you know, I'm going to pursue this dream. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And nobody's going to tell me shit else. And look at where they are now. I don't equate success to money. I equate success to this is what this is something I created. And this is the impact it has on the world. So if you have a talent, if you're if you're a musician, if you're 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 actually benefiting the world, if you're if you're on a mainstream level, even if you're on a sub mainstream level, you're you're putting your work, putting your work into the world. You can think about it like this. Right. Facebook connects people. It's awesome. If you're a musician, you're um, imagine the thought of one of your songs or music saving somebody's life. What if somebody came to you? How many people went to Kid Cudi and a kid named Scott duck a documentary and was like, Kid Cudi saved my life. Man on the Moon saved my life. You could be writing. You could be developing your man on the moon. You could you can approach somebody on the street and they can be like, yo, like your lyrics are what I live for. Like you saved my life or, you know, your the meetings that you have here. You know, I got a friend of mine, uh, my homie, my homeboy, Ladarius, you know, spark motivation. Uh, shout out to you, bro. Um, he does, he does stocks and he does stock classes and, and his classes are building. I'm so fucking proud of my homie, man. Like his stocks classes are building. And this is somebody who constantly believes in themselves. This is somebody I grew up with. You know, he told all these stories about how he loved Mustangs and wanted a Mustang. The man drive a Mustang now. You know, we talk about businesses and yeah, I'm gonna up my homeboy. I'm gonna up my bro. Cause that's just what I do. I'm gonna give him his flowers, but talking about we were talking about you got to talk about his class the other day and it was like yo i started out just with the homies you know i'm talking to the homies and i'm like man hey it's like three of us in the zoom meeting and we just sitting here talking about stocks but every time i came back the homies were still there so i have to do this for three people i'm 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 enriching the lives of three people now this man is at like 40 people and he only been doing this shit for like a month so now you've gone from reaching three people to reaching 40. And that's a number that's going to grow. Because imagine if this person is learning from here and they're, and they're enriching their lives, how many people are they going to tell? How many times are they going to repost this? How many times are they going to do that? How many times are they going to do this? So with that in mind, think about it. How many, what do you think Jeff Bezos, and he was sitting with, with one of his homies and one of his family members, and he was like, what if we came up with this website that did this, 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 and whoop-de-whoop? You could imagine the amount of people that laughed at him. That laughed at him. I was watching um, David Goggins. David Goggins did a post where he was working out. And, you know, he's crazy as hell. But he's like a fucking cool-ass crazy. He's working out. And he's talking about being with his family. And they're like, yeah, you went on a run, huh? You went on a run, you know, miles. Where they sitting there eating breakfast. And he was like, hell yeah, I did. He was like, I went on my run. I'm doing my thing. You know, shit, I got tired of fucking watching y'all sit on the couch. I got tired of watching y'all eat muffins and pancakes and, and waffles and all of that. Like, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to do what I got to do. And this man done wrote books. This man changed his life. This man changed his lifestyle. And I mean, that to me is success. 
Success is living how you want to live, doing what you want to do and not having to answer to nobody, not having to do nothing for nobody. That's success. Now, we all determine success on our own. It's up to you to determine what your success is. Dig real deep, think real hard and just and, and go for it. Go for it. I told you, I believe in you. If nobody else tells you this in the world, listen to me. Listen, listen right now. When I'm talking in this mic, I fucking believe in you, dude. I know you could do it. If you give your all and you give your best and you give your best effort, you can fucking do it. I'm, I'm telling you, you should shit for my soul. Like you can, you can accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. And don't be afraid to take a leap of faith. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Please don't. Cause scared money don't ever make no money. If you're scared to invest, if you're scared to take a risk, then you're going to be right where you are. And what a lot of people don't realize is, is nine times out of 10, worst case scenario is, is you just back to where you were. You're back to where you're sitting right now. There is no, oh, well, if I take this risk, I might be in a worse position. Nine times out of 10, when you take a risk, it really never puts you in a worse position. You just go back to where you were. And that's something that a lot of people need to hear. You go back to where you were. Worst case scenario, if you decide to leave your job to pursue entrepreneurship, worst case scenario, you just get another fucking job or you just go back. You just go back. I went back to the company I fucking left from and they fucking came open arms and then welcomed me right back to fucking. Bro, like I'm sitting in the position I was in before I left and I actually I had work. I just didn't have enough to, to complement or supplement a lifestyle. You know, that's another thing. I have self-doubt. Like I had to sit there and I was like, man, I keep I keep getting work, but I don't have enough to do whoop de whoop. So what I did was was I I I relished in that. And I told myself and I was like, Oh yeah, well let me go on and go back to work because I'm not making enough money for this lifestyle and this and that and listening to my parents, like, you know, you need to go, you need you don't have no health insurance, this, that, and the third. Instead of saying, You don't know what I'm fighting for. You don't understand what I'm fighting for. I succumbed to it and I was like, You're right, you're right, I da 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 da. So yeah, here I am sitting here seven years in the company and I pissed and in my personal opinion. I did decent for myself, but I pissed away a lot of fucking time. That's time I could have did for something else. That's time I could have. Um, I mean, I'd sit there and think about that shit. Imagine where I would have gone if I kept editing. Imagine where I would have gone if I kept YouTubing. At the end of the day, you can only pick up from where you currently are at this point. You can choose to take a step forward or you could choose to stand there and be scary as hell. It's up to you. If you decide to take the step forward Worst case scenario, you just get pushed back to where you were. I promise you, you're not going to get like super demoted to like, oh, now I'm damn on some real bullshit. No, that's not the way it works. So in the future or even in the near future, it's great to sit and think about your life, to think about what it is you want to do, because that's why I pause a lot in these podcasts. I mean, I, I've been raised, you know, just based off more so examples than anything of what, how, what not to do. But I, I had a lot of people in my family that don't think before they speak. So if you hear a pause in my voice, just know that it's because I'm really thinking about what I'm going to say before I say it. It's going to be a lot of pauses. The, the more I get, the longer I do this, the more I, the better I get, the better off it's going to be. But it's still going to be a shitload of pauses just because I'm really thinking about the best thing to say to you guys at this point. But Really, it's like, at the end of the day, you determine what your next step is. You determine what your next move is, and you determine what's best for you. When you die, we die alone. 
you have children, you got family, you got a number of different people in your life right now. That's awesome. That's amazing. But we die alone, dude. So you got to make your decisions. You got to do it. You got to do what's best for yourself and, and change how you see what people are telling you. What people are telling you is not definitive. That's that's an opinion. That's their opinion. That's what they would or wouldn't do if they were in your situation. But they're not in your situation because you created the situation for yourself. So you ultimately make the decision. And you have to unapologetically make your decision. You can't sit back here and be upset because you went against mommy or daddy or, you know, your brother said to do this, but you did that. No, you made your decision. You did that shit on your own. You And, and you should own it. You should own it. And, and that's that's what needs to be. That's what it needs to be. But I'm going to leave you guys to it. Uh, we hit our 30-minute mark. Uh, we're a couple minutes past. But real quick, I'm going to say a couple things for my personal. My Rams played a sh- Well, I'm not even going to say we played a shitty game. But NFC Championship bound. I fucks with my boys. I'm so fucking proud of them. But they did do some fuck-ups. Like, third or fourth quarter, we started fucking up. Like, we, we was on some other shit. But... I follow I follow sports every now and again. Like my teams, I follow them. Just talking about some personal shit at this point. I'm gonna leave y'all to it in a second. But yeah, uh, weather weather so far has been pretty nice. Southeast Southeast weather's been pretty good. I don't know what the weather's like everywhere else, but I hope you guys are really enjoying it. Hope y'all getting some some winter goings. Uh, northeast, y'all be careful. I know y'all get like snow and shit. So if y'all are snowed into y'all houses, or I know y'all probably got the salt on the roads or whatever. But everybody stay safe. COVID is still very much alive and out there. It's affecting everybody. So please be careful while you while navigating out into the world. You know, you're loved, you're cared about. So please take care of yourself and look out for yourself out there. But um, besides that, guys, until next time, I'm going to link back up with y'all. I love each and every one of y'all listening. And whether it's one person or a million, I appreciate all of y'all for listening and hearing me out and what I got to say. Peace.